What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to another episode of the best advice ever podcast. Yeah. With my good one. And as I start the most recent podcast, we start with the on the road segment this week. I will be in Phoenix, Arizona doing a keynote for a healthcare convention. And I'm pretty excited about that. Also, I wanted to share with you that this will be the last episode of season one. I think we've had a great run. But I need a break. And it's summertime. And I think we've done about 42 episodes. So season one is in the can. I'm going to take a little time off to revamp retool and relaunch we're not relaunch because this is going to be the same thing but i'll be back for season two so y'all i thank you so much for 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 rocking with me but i'm gonna be on the road pretty regularly coming up but we do have the big dad energy tour coming up september the 9th in cornelius north carolina so if you don't have your tickets i Asked you, please go ahead and get your tickets. I may pop on to give you like a quick update of what's been going on with me. So the podcast in its full entirety will be paused, but I, I probably record an update to say, hey, checking in on you, making sure everybody's moving and grooving. Uh, so I hope that you are enjoying your summertime. And again, this will be a little unconventional as it relates to the typical podcast. But I'm working on a, a number of things. As a matter of fact, that's what I wanted to share with you today on the best advice ever podcast. So you know me as a comedian, m most of you. Most of you know me as a keynote speaker. But I also am a content delivery coach. What that means is I want to, and I do, work with speakers, professional speakers, communicators, consultants, trainers that want to take their communication skill to the next level as it relates to being more engaging, connecting, and more humorous on stage. The folks that I, I typically I've worked with are, are folks that have a really heavy topic or there's a really heavy moment inside of their keynote. And when they hit that moment, it's so heavy that the whole entire presentation feels that way. So I've worked with folks to lighten up the presentation, to, to put people in a, in a place of, of high before they go low. I'm actually in a in a speakers, not speakers, a, a storyteller mastermind academy. And I was working on my signature story that, that has to relate to when I realized I had the ability to make people laugh. And it was it was very it was a very dark time in my life, a dark place. I, I did this when my parents would get into arguments. They would get into arguments, and I remember after a big blow up 
me just having this desire to break the tension and the ice to make my mom laugh. Well, I was telling the coach that I was working with, like, this is the story. We we're going through the story. And he basically was like, well, are there any good times that you experienced in your childhood? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So I start my story talking about Friday night movie night and how typically when it was Friday night movie night, my dad would rent a movie, big sci-fi guy. So it was something space adventure and it was some type of Star Wars, Star Trek, something that wasn't in the realm that we currently exist in. And my dad would always get some type of Italian cuisine. He would get pizza. We get meatballs and spaghetti or an Italian sub. These were the 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 menu items of Friday night movie. And it was exciting. I have a younger brother and a younger sister. And man, we would just pile up on our parents' bed and enjoy Friday night movie night such warm and positive memories but i take a hard turn because i was like unfortunately friday night movie nights were few and far between now i'm in my story so when i'm telling the story initially from the context of what i just shared not the way what i started at the beginning but when i share from the place of Friday night movie nights growing up were the best time ever. So people are, they're like, yes, man, I think we had movie nights. Ours was on Sunday night and we popped popcorn and we had sweet tea or or, or whatever. Like it causes people to see their selves in your story. And then I hit the very difficult component of, the first time I realized I had the ability to make people laugh was when I made my mother laugh. I just wanted to hear, and I, and I explained the scene is very, very graphic. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's very heart wrenching. It, it, it hits your emotional being. One of the things I try to share with folks that I work with, and, I, and I'll share a little bit in the best advice ever. Oftentimes, and, I, and, I, and I'm talking in, in a general sense, when folks are speaking, they're speaking from the head or they're speaking to the head of the audience. They're speaking to their intellect and they're sharing information. And there are, they, they are giving you content and it's good content, but it's oftentimes content without emotion. So, individuals that may not be professional speakers, but they communicate regularly, do a good job of sharing the information. They, they give you the information and it, and they, and you remember, you hear it, you understand it, but it doesn't resonate emotionally in your heart. Cause they've not given you any emotion. They've just given you facts and figures and, scriptures and principles, but they've not captured your heart. And that's where emotion is, is very important. And that's what I communicate with my clients. Cause often the folks that they have heavy, heavy, heavy material, or 
they're killing it, right? They have a great presentation. They're working regularly. They're, 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 the calendar is full. They're professional. They're sought after. But imagine if their presentation was just a little bit more engaging, a little bit more connective, a little bit more humorous. And initially, it's what 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 I bring to the table is it's comedy, but it's it's more than comedy. It's about your stage pace. It's about your pausing. It's about you understanding that setting up this will lead to that. And when the transformation happens, and and, and I and I'll have we're actually working on work on creating some videos. Of, of a few of the speakers I've worked with of, of before when they were telling this story or, or having their presentation then after. Cause I, I see the transformation. It's been, it's been amazing to work with individuals. It's like working with, it's like working with someone in the NBA who made the all rookie team. I'm thinking like somebody like a Victor, a Victor, um, Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo was a guy that played at Indiana. And I, I forgot where he was drafted. I think he was drafted in like the middle of the first round. And if I'm not mistaken, might have went to Orlando and just didn't have the best rookie season or, or really popped like a lot of pundits and coaches and analysts were anticipating. But Victor went and hired some coaches and, and, and did some mindset work. I know specifically uh, he hired a guy by the name of E.T., Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher, to work with him on his mindset. Then, then Victor goes to Indiana and has a breakout season, like lights it up. So I'm thinking about those individuals, people that have the skill set, they have the stuff, but let, let's get that shooting motion. Let's get the arch arch in your shot a little higher. Let's give you some more explosiveness in the post. And that's, that's what I do with speakers. I, I take the ability that they already have and we just amplify it and we polish it and take them to the next level in their communication. And now I'm currently working on a masterclass that talks about infusing humor into your speeches, your trainings, and your presentations. This is the secret sauce. And the way I often describe it is that most times, if you have a steak, some chicken, if it's cooked, Man, it's fine. Like a good cooked steak. If you're hungry, man, it, it hits the spot. But imagine if it's seasoned to perfection. If it's you got some herbs and some spices, that's what that's what I bring to a presentation. I bring the seasoning. And as I say that, I want to share. With you today, the best advice ever for you that I want to share today is to tell more stories. 
and I'll give you a kind of a look into like what I do with my clients, but tell more stories in your communication, tell more stories when you're presenting, tell more stories when you are in front of an audience. Stories are like many movies. And even in the movie, if it's a drama, if it's a thriller, if it's a comedy, there's always more enjoyable if it's a comedy, but there's some drama in it. If it's a thriller, but it's funny. There's always, it just is a more satisfying experience if you take folks on a journey in your storytelling. And it could be a funny story and be funny, and that's it. If your whole presentation is pretty serious, well, yeah, put some funny stories in there. But if you your whole present similar to me, when I do my keynote, it's a very high-energy, humorous keynote. So you're expecting to laugh. You're expecting to feel good. You're expecting to have a good time. You're not expecting me to share a story about domestic violence. You didn't see that coming. So now you're high and I bring you low. That's the range of emotions. So the best advice ever is share more stories. And I'm going to share with you how to share more stories. I can tell, hey, man, share more stories. I'm going to share with you my little framework. My framework is what I call the P squared T formula. Y'all know what P squared is. It's two P's. P with a two on top, T formula. And that's basically... The joke writing formula, how you write a joke, is a premise, a punchline, and a tag. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about story. So the way that you write a story, you have a point, you pivot, and you have a takeaway. So if you just tell a story like that, your story is going to be 30% better than the way you just would tell the stories recklessly, aimlessly, randomly. And think about this when you tell stories. Never... Tell a story without a point and never make a point without telling a story. I'm I'm huge in uh, experimental learning. I, I want to model what I'm talking about to my audience. So when I do my, my trainings, I do a stand-up set in the beginning with all the elements that I'm going to talk about in my presentation. And then I refer to those elements in my talk. So similar to that, the point, the pivot, and the takeaway. So the point is, why are you telling this story? How does this story connect to what you're communicating? So if, if you're talking to folks about leadership, Maybe begin with a story about when you realized that you were a leader or that leadership was important or your first supervisor. A time that you were a good leader, a time that you were a bad leader resonates. What often resonates is when we don't do well, when we aren't successful, when we share our failures. That is what gets to hearts faster. Everybody. Loves to tell a story about that. He hit the jump shot at the buzzer that won the game. They're star athlete. They were all conference, all state. Now, if you hit the shot at the buzzer 
in the in the championship game and you didn't play, you were a bench warmer. The star got injured and you had to go in. Now that's a it's a pretty compelling story. That's a story people would be pretty interested in hearing. So what's the point? Why are you telling us this story? What's the point? Where what, what are you wanting to share? Then there needs to be a pivot. So you like again, I talk about when I was talking initially about Friday night, movie night, my family. I'm setting up the framework of this is an inside of my household story. There's something going on in my childhood. The pivot is my parents get into this argument and it spills out into the hallway. And me and my brothers, me and my brother and sister are in the hallway screaming and crying, asking our parents to stop fighting. So that's the pivot. So I'm, 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 the point I'm making is I'm going to share a story with you about my childhood. It's in the context of my upbringing. Then this traumatic experience happens. And then what's the takeaway? I realized in that moment or in that scenario that I had the ability to make people laugh. I made my mother laugh. I made my mother laugh in a very difficult situation. And I've since taken that ability to the marketplace. I want to bring that ability to your organization. I realized that a purpose for me is to bring happiness to a hurting world. So I just want folks to laugh. When you have an encounter with me, I want you to walk away a little lighter, a little more encouraged, a little more inspired because the gift of comedy that I share with you. So that's the takeaway. The takeaway is in the most difficult scenario of my life, I found my gift. So in your life, when you're going through a difficult situation, when you're going through challenges, what are the gifts that you realize that you possess? And bam, that's the formula. Point, pivot, takeaway. When you tell a story, what's the point? You gotta, you gotta pivot. You gotta, this is what I realized. This is what I learned. And how does this apply to you? That's the takeaway. So the story that you're telling isn't just about you. It's how does the person that's listening to this story take your experience and do something with it in their life? Oftentimes, when people say, I want to tell stories, I want to speak, I want to write a book, they want to just talk, me, 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 me. I had a hard life, and I had hurt, and I had pain, and I had struggle, and I had victory. What's that got to do with me? There's a, uh, people often say there's a radio station, WW something it's like what does that how does that affect me or what does that have to do with me wwmd whatever y'all know what i'm saying you can email me text me the info what what that radio station call letters are don't just tell stories about now if you are michael jordan and you're telling a story about hitting the shot in utah or game six yeah but most of us aren't that person. <laughs> most of us, but we're not telling the story about, I remember maybe Jamie Foxx was telling a story about how he was hanging out in Hollywood when he first moved to Hollywood. And Stevie Wonder took his girl. He was hanging out at the party. Well, I don't have a Stevie Wonder took my girl story. Now, if you have those stories, then share that story from your perspective, what happened to you, 
and it doesn't have to resonate with the audience. But most of us, the majority of us that aren't celebrities or have led this scandalous life, this life of uh, international mystery and intrigue, we should share stories from a perspective of this happened to me, but in me experiencing this, here's the lesson for you. And that's the best advice ever today. And again, thank y'all for riding with me. This is going to be a little break. We're going to take a little breakity, breakity, break. And uh, I'll be back like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I will be back. I shall return. Take a little, little summer, little summer break. Go put my feet in the sand. Sip on some Kool-Aid. Red, of course. Uh, and what you're not going to do is forget about the podcast because, again, I'll, I'll give some updates. Maybe maybe weekly, but it won't be long. It'll just be, hey, what up, folks? What it do? Mike Goodwin checking in with you for the best advice ever update podcast. It may sound something like that. You may hear that again. So, again, man, thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. Please rate, subscribe, follow. Send me emails, info at comedianmikegoodwin.com someone I, this is, I've been meaning to say something about this for a while someone mentioned the fact that they do a sock shoe because they have an injury or it's difficult for them to uh, go sock sock shoe shoe in those cases we always have understanding for medical situations so if you Sock shoe because your leg you can only hold your leg up for a certain time and then you got to go to the other leg and we're not talking about you. You're not a psychopath. You're a very normal functioning human. I'm talking about the folks that deliberately have the use of their limbs that's out here sock shoeing it. That's that's what I'm talking about. But again, thank y'all so much for checking in on the best advice ever podcast. So I won't be back next week at the same bat channel, same back time, same back time. I'll, but I'll, I will provide some updates. I'll provide some updates, but I'll, I'm going to take a little break. Take a little break. Maybe when I come back, we'll have some interviews. Maybe when we come back, we'll have some new segments. But we're coming back. And it's going to be a funky good time. Um, but again, please check me out. If you want to stay abreast of all of what I have had going on, just go to MikeGoodwin.com and join my email list. That's the most accurate and efficient way to know what I have coming up. But again, the Big Dad Energy Tour, let folks know if you're in North Carolina, if you're in Cincinnati, if you're in Columbus, Ohio, in Columbia, South Carolina, those four cities, I will be making stops in the fall. But until the next time, folks, thank you so much for checking in. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate it. I'll see you when I see you. Mike Goodwin, peace.